Welcome to Murder We Drink, a podcast devoted to Murder She Wrote and drinking. I'm Kara. And I'm Travis. And it's wedding week. It is. When this comes out, we will officially be married. We are filming this on Thursday. Or, or record. We're filming this too. We're recording this on Special Thursday. Episode. <laughs> but the episode will come out on its regular Tuesday. We're getting married on Saturday. It's a very busy week. Yes. So, cheers. What are we drinking? Flat mimosas. A good staple in our house. Yes. Someday we should buy, like, something bubbly so we can have... Regular mimosas. mimosas <laughs> as opposed to the flat ones. Although we do like the flat ones. I like the flat ones better, I think. Do you? I think so. I could go either way. Anyway, so today is season one, episode 14, My Johnny Lies Over the Ocean. Did he really, though? It takes place... It aired February 10th, 1985... And it takes place somewhere in the ocean. So practically a Valentine's Day episode. Practically? About a murder. How romantic. Yeah, about a murdering husband and a suicidal husband two days before our and wedding. A Jessica who's <laughs> insistent on getting set up and setting up her niece. Yeah, that was a little... Um, we saw a new side to Jessica. <laughs> Jessica has a thing for men in uniform. Oof, I guess. There was no shortage of them on this cruise either. So this episode opens up with a flashback scene. Yeah, I caught that because of the little squiggles. That ends up being a dream. I wasn't sure if it was a flashback or a dream or a part. I thought maybe it was somebody acting out part of one of her novels. Well, I mean, it's a flashback and a dream. Yeah. It turns out. So we see Pamela. She's jumping in the swimming pool, living her best life. Mm -hmm. She goes inside. She sees her husband laying on the floor. He's dead. Well, yeah. She wakes up in a hospital. We don't know it's a sanitarium. Yet. But we, it's a hospital. There's a nurse, is what it is. Then we see Marshall. JB's brother. Oh, yep. He is the only sibling we meet. Ever? Ever. Oh. But there's, there's others, because you said yep. she's talked about them, right? Yep. She has a lot of brothers and sisters. It's a shame. So we, this is another niece and niece. Yeah. So does that add to the nibbling count? It certainly should, because we haven't seen Pamela before, correct? Correct. So we have... Add her up. Let me just double check, so bear with me a second. So we have Grady. Shady Grady. Shady Grady. Yep. Then we have Victoria. Mm -hmm. Then we have... Nobody... Abby, who's her cousin, but that doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't count towards the niece and nephew count. Um, was Victoria the one that was married to the cop? No, Vic... I'm getting there. Victoria was the one who was marrying Harold Howard. Oh, yes, that's right. Harold okay. Howard. Yep. Who was um, the drag queen. Yep. Uh, then we meet Cindy, so that's three. Mm -hmm. She's the one who was married to the cop in We're Off to Kill the Wizard. Okay. Then... Nothing, 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 nothing. So we have four. The nibbling count is at four. That's two more than I have. True. Yeah. Starting Saturday, me too. <laughs> right now it's four, but we're going to cut that number right in half. <laughs> right now it's zero. <laughs> Technically, I don't have any nieces and nephews. 
True. So, um, where were we oh yeah, Jess's brother. Yes. So he, we see him talking to a doctor. Now, did he plan this cruise for them, or did Jess do this? She he made it kind of sound like it was his idea. I think it was his idea, but I think she booked it and planned it. Like, I think it was like, I think it would be great for her to get away. Do you have any ideas? And she was like, maybe we should take a cruise. Yeah. Because when she's talking to the purser, she Mm -hmm. says something like, well, I don't want my pub. I don't want to have my publisher be pulling the strings or whatever. I hate that sort of thing. Yeah. So, and she, she said she just booked it on Monday. It's very nice of her. I mean, she's very humble. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, I... I, the way he was talking at the dock made it sound like he did it all and was like, okay, you two go and have a good time, but. I think it was just his idea and it was just like a girl's trip. Just did it. Okay. So. Lady's trip. Just made a very point, made it a point to mention that at the dock. She's like, no, you can't come along. Yeah. Yeah. Girls only. Girls only. Sorry for you. Because they want to be hooking up with the stewards. Marshall, you can take several seats. Go back to work. <laughs> so as they go on the cruise, we meet George and Andrea. They're married. We see a taxi pull up with two... Oh, it did more than pull up. <laughs> it looked like it was coming to the pits at the Daytona 500. <laughs> Those ladies were in a rush. I took a video of it because this scene <laughs> kills me every time. This episode, I love it like, because it's honestly hilarious. Like, everything they, about this episode is funny to me. The Well, yeah, it was a very humorous episode. Um, but, I mean, like, the taxi pulled up literally. You could see the boat behind the taxi. So this taxi driver was doing, like, probably 40 miles an hour on a freaking dock. One, how did he get out there? That's not how it works. What do you mean? By the way. You, well, I know you can't just pull the taxi right up to the jetway or the jetty or whatever you use to get on the boat. <laughs> the jetway. I know you've never been on a cruise. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's just this giant-ass cruise ship is pulled up on a little dock. But still... You can't drive a car that close to a ship yes, like that. Yes, you can. Seriously? Yes, you can. There's going to be people everywhere. You're going to be running people down. Not if the right. ship is leaving. Why do you think they were like, what? Sorry for any headphone users, but this is how, this is my impression of the secretaries. We find out what they did. Wait! Wait! You just had your hair done yesterday, but that was yesterday. I need my hair done now. That's my impression. I love them. They are... I didn't even... So funny. Uh, and Car- they are always feeling some type of way. Carla was... Do we see them again? Mm-mm. Oh, darn. Carla was the dark-haired one, and I didn't catch the other one's name, but she was played by Vicki Lawrence. Yeah. From Mama's Family. Did you like them? Did you think they were funny? Yeah, they were entertaining, but I'm trying to, I was trying to figure out, like, what was their whole point in the episode besides just being, oh, cast suspicion on those two because they just booked their tickets. That was pretty much it, in a little bit of comedy relief. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And just that they were, and Jessica goes to them for the gossip, and she literally so, like, pointedly looks over her shoulder to make sure that no one's yeah. listening or whatever, and she goes, she, like, leans in, and she's like, I heard it's a jinxed ship. <laughs> you need to hear this. I have got all the gossip. So they, I wrote, a cab pulls up with, quote, wait, lol. <laughs> I love it. It kills me. Yeah, we both, I, I don't know if you were just watching my reaction, but yeah, I had to turn and like 
did that taxi seriously just screech to a halt from 90 miles an hour? We see Marshall, Crazy. Pamela, and Jessica on the gangplank mm-hmm. taking a po- pictures, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they want one of all three of them, so they just stop, ask Andrea. She's like, oh, I'm a terrible photographer. Yeah, which could, couldn't even figure out how to, what, how do I make it work? I'm like, it's a camera. Right. Everybody knows how to, well, maybe not now, but back then, everybody knew how to use Well, she doesn't know a Fuji from a firecracker. Oh, Fuji film, the camera. I, when I thought Fuji, I was thinking Apple. I'm like, that's a very weird analogy. No, like Fuji film. That makes much more sense. Thanks for pointing that out. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed now. I'm not We're kind lie. of all over the place. That's okay. So they ask Andrea, and she's like, I'm a dreadful photographer, but she takes the picture anyways, because if I was like, oh, I'm not great, but I did it anyways, I mean, it's going to be better than yeah. no picture at all, exactly. you'd think. Even if they have no heads in the picture. Right. So they go to their, she sends Jessica and Pamela. She sends Pamela to the room. She's going to go to the purser's office. Cash some traveler's checks. That's when she talks to Miss, Miss Shelley. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, I'm really sorry. I hope my publisher didn't give you a hard time. Give me my money. Yeah. Are traveler's checks still a thing? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that was Not as common because you can use credit cards, like, overseas now. Yeah, that that disappeared with. But on cruise ships, it's different because most everything's paid for. Um, and she gets some postcards for the relatives and some cookies for a midnight snack. She only walked in with four postcards. Well. Apparently she's leaving out a lot of relatives. Because <laughs> that'll barely cover the nieces and nephews and Marshall. No, that's too many. We have four nibblings and Marshall. Yeah, three that weren't on the boat and Marshall. So that oh, barely that's covers right. them, but that's she has right. other that's brothers right. and sisters. Yeah, well, they don't get one. Evidently. Sorry. Not very nice, Jess. Well, happens. There's a knock at the door. Well, we see Pamela crying. Yeah, because she's reading the suicide note, which... Why the hell was she carrying that around with her? She carries it everywhere she goes. Yeah, that's not creepy or weird at all. Well, wouldn't you want to keep my note with you? I don't think I would want a constant reminder of my dead spouse on me at all times. No, I would much rather carry, like, a sweet picture of the two of us from happier times, not the note I found laying on the table next to your cold, dead body. Jeez. But you look so peaceful. So natural. No, he looks dead. <laughs> um, so she's crying and Jessica's like, you shouldn't have brought that. She didn't do a very good job of hiding it either. That was, I know, she's like, <laughs> I'm fine. No, it's okay. I, I'm okay. I get it. It's sad. I don't know how long it's been since he died. Did they say? Um, I don't think they specifically said, but I was thinking it could have been more than a few months. So here's my like thing. Somewhat recent, but not like within the last week or so. Jessica is trying so hard to set up Pamela. With everybody. When clearly she's not ready. over it. Yeah. <laughs> so She's not as, close to ready. As much as I love Jessica, she's the sweetest, kindest, most loving person. I'm very confused. Yeah. I thought it was... But Pamela, Weird, like, bored. wasn't even upset that she was, like, pushing her. She was just yeah. like, oh, I don't want to I mean, impose on him sitting most, with us. Yeah, she made a comment at dinner after Jess wanted to have George and Andrea sit with them. She's like, well, how about, and she points to, I didn't get his, oh, no, I did his name. Russell. Uh, Russell. She's like, how about him? It's so sad he's eating alone. She's like, don't try to fix me up. 
That's the only. But she didn't even say it like mean. No, she but was I mean, just like, don't, don't, don't yeah. try to set me. Up. But I mean, like that was the only time she protested in the entire episode, and Jess went on probably another three times trying to hook her up with somebody. Right. She invites Russell on that walk and then yeah. like ditches him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have an appointment. I'm like, oh, how convenient. <laughs> An appointment where you gotta go get your nails done or something. It's very comical, but if you think about it, like on a real level, (laughs) if I was Pamela, I would be pissed. Oh God, yes. Yeah, I would be super pissed. So it's like really sweet, but at the same time, it's like if this has only been a couple of months, yeah, even like let's say six months, it's totally inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, not good, JP. So there's a knock at the door. And Ramon comes in. Oh, Ramon. Was that mustache fake? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) And he says, oh, I have some champagne for you. I'm not going to try to do an accent because it just won't come out right. But he was like, I have some... please do. I have some champagne for you and your charming sister. I I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be Latin or Italian. He had a very muddled accent. It was not... It was not clear what he was supposed to be. I don't even think he knows what he was supposed to be. I don't think so either. But what killed me was your charming sister. Yeah. He had the hots for JB. Well, I think he just was... Well, he had the hots for anybody that was on that ship, because then he was like, oh, Mrs. Robinson, or whatever her name was. I think he wanted to be the next Mr. JB Fletcher, and Jess was kind of into it. Oh, yeah, when she's like... What was he going to show her? His cockadoodle or something? His uchi-coochi. Uchi-coochi, yeah. (laughs) Sounds a little... No, not a little dirty. It sounded a lot dirty. Sounds very dirty. <laughs> he wanted to see some hoochie coochie. Hoochie coochie. <laughs> Even better. Uh, and the note on the card from the champagne is uh, from Johnny, supposedly, to Same Pepper. Yeah. Saying, like, have fun on your trip or whatever. Yeah, the first of a couple I wrote them all down so we'll get there yeah some weird coincidences and Jessica's like oh well that's nice should we open it or whatever and completely ignoring Pamela's reaction she's over there freaking out and Jess just like oh let's let's get her a drink on (laughs) (laughs) I would love to hear her actually use those words (laughs) let's get our drink on (laughs) come on the new motto it's the new motto of this podcast (laughs) let's get our drink on Get your drink on, we J.B. Fletcher. That sounds like a really high-end scotch. <laughs> so, my question is, she says, mm-hmm. oh, he called me Pepper, no one else called me that. I don't get that. But, like, so, I have a few nicknames in my family. Mm-hmm. If I got a card, like, how can you just not know? Like, you are aware of the nicknames my family has for me. My parents call me yeah. Fred, my sister calls me Bebop. Yeah. I just feel like it's, you would know. Um, for as close as they supposedly are, I feel like, yeah, Jess probably should have known. Yeah. But that being said, I mean, not that we have, like, a lot of pet names we call each other. Or really any. We don't really have any. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I don't feel like an aunt or an uncle that is busy off doing their own thing like most of your family lives in other states Mm -hmm. i don't feel like they would know no matter how close you are them i don't think they would necessarily know what i might call you when it's just the two of us i guess but are you really trying to tell me that they don't notice if we're all like let's say it's a family party Mm -hmm. so unless johnny and pammy have never 
been to a family gathering with Jessica ever, ever, forever and ever, amen. You never called her Pepper. Right. Like, my parents called me Fred everywhere. Yeah, I think that's different. Maybe, like, in front of her family, he was It's trying... not like it's dirty. Well, I know, but maybe he was trying to be, like, I don't know, more... Professional? That's the best word I can think of, and I know that's not right. I don't want to say respectful, because... It's not inappropriate. Having a pet is not necessarily disrespectful. I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to be more proper around her family, so he never used it, except it was just the two of them. Maybe. I mean, I, mean, I understand, like, the point of it, of just, like, yeah, how no one is supposed to know he calls yeah, her that. I mean, and that's it's... the only thing I could come up with. So now my question is, how did George know... Well, if he'd been spying on them taking pictures with a telephoto lens, maybe he overheard it. Maybe. Because he was targeting Johnny at first before Johnny killed himself. Or so we're told later. Um, so maybe he, he had to have overheard it yeah. and thought, you know. Although, I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll get to it later on, but that makes me question about the break-in at the house. Why? I took it as it happened while they were on the ship. How and why would George? No, it happened while she was in the sanitarium. But before the cruise. Before the cruise, because so I thought she was in the sanitarium probably like a month, probably. I'm thinking probably like a thirty day. Yeah, something maybe like more like two months. But anyway, well, I thought they had been on the cruise, you know, two three days already, and then the house got broken into. No, because it was literally like their second or third. I think it was like their second day on the ship. When oh, nice. Marshall calls and he's like, oh, her house is broken into like two days ago. Okay. So it was like right before, before they left. Okay. All right. That makes a little more sense then. So it turns out the wine had been ordered after the cruise ship had already left mm-hmm. the dock. So our port or whatever they call it. So we know it was someone that was on board. According to Miss Shelley, the purser. According to her. So Jessica's like, that's a little sus, but I'll let it go. Yeah. And but I'm keeping the note. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm keeping this. <laughs> I'm going to keep this. My note after she said that was, of course she is. <laughs> but the way she said it, I'm going to keep this. Yeah. So didn't ask. Didn't suggest. <laughs> She's just like, nope, it's gone. Not, it's do you mind if I keep this? Yeah. It's, this is mine now. <laughs> Finders keepers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like part of the ship's official record of operations or something but no that's fine you just take that with you (laughs) ma'am um they go to dinner Mm -hmm. first we see this two secretaries roll up and they give them mater d like a cold hard what was that 10 bucks 10 bucks (laughs) it looked like a 50 kind of Mm, well money all looked the same back then to sit next to the cattle king of oklahoma or whatever they call him (laughs) thirsty ladies (laughs) Only Carla. The other one was perfectly content no, with just I, watching I, the show. I think she would have loved to have found somebody, but she was very disappointed with her prospects on that ship. I think she even commented on that. She's like, oh, he's a jerk, but that's the best you could do on this ship, I guess, or something. Well, something like that. they get to sit next to the Cattle King, who we see later, and she's talking about doggies. Doggies. Mulan little doggies. I love doggies. They're so cute. Different kind of doggies. I know, they're little unbranded, unbranded calves. calves. 
But if you lose a few hundred a year, I'm like, you have to be the most incompetent rancher if you lose a few hundred calves a year. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> I've never, I think I've stepped How? foot on a farm three times in my entire life, and I know you can't be losing a couple hundred. How much year. money would you pay for to see Carla say that to the cattle king? Say what? Oh, if you're losing a few <laughs> hundred a awful. year. Oh, God, that would have been perfect. <laughs> that would have been the best thing ever. How much money would you pay? Both dollars. I would give a nice crisp 1984 $10 bill to see that. So then, so we see them. They get to go have a seat and yeah. chit chat with the cattle king. Pamela and Jessica are sitting there chit chatting. Mm. George and Andrea roll up, and they're like, oh, Mrs. Fletcher, I love your novels. And Andrea's like, I don't read. I don't know how, or whatever. You know, there's a couple um, authors that over the years have really liked the books they've wrote. Written. Written, sorry. I couldn't pick one of those out of a police lineup with five other guys. (laughs) Yeah, but if I saw... There's a few authors, I think, that I would recognize. I mean, the only one I could probably recognize would be J.K. Rowling. Um, but that's only because I've seen her on TV in, like, yeah. interviews because of the movies and things. But like, Stephen King? Yeah, Stephen King I could probably pick out. Well, not probably. <laughs> He's a very distinctive-looking individual. <laughs> but, like, one of my favorite um, authors, it's a pseudonym, but Donald Westlake. J.B. Um, Fletcher? He wrote under the name... Um, I'm blanking. But anyway, I I, I've read all of his books. Um, I couldn't pick him out of a, a lineup or let alone a crowded dining room on a cruise ship. Well, it's crazy. I guess you're not as big of a fan as George. Apparently not. Well, it was different back in the 80s, I guess. Before um, was invented. They're invited to join Pamela and JB. Mm-hmm. They but, are just like, nah, it's which fine. Which I thought was a little weird. I thought it was polite. I mean, polite, but what if they said yes, and you have to have this awkward dinner with these two strangers? I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too much of an introvert. I would never. That would kill me. I know. Me too. I would die. Yeah, same. Ugh. So, okay. It's agreed. We will never invite strangers to our table if we're on a cruise. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can't make that promise, but I also... uh, We'll just wait for us to be... We'll wait to be invited. Even then, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. They open up the menu to look at the food. Yeah. And it's chicken stuffed with chopped walnuts and mushrooms with mustard sauce. <clears throat> it sounds disgusting. So and then Pam was like, oh, that was Johnny's favorite meal. I invented it. I'm like, no, that's it, not good. I truly don't think it would be that bad if it didn't have the walnuts. That's what does it for me. It's the walnuts for me. The walnuts and the mustard sauce. I'm sorry. That doesn't bother me because you think of how many sauces I make with HelloFresh, not sponsored, I wish, with like Please Dijon, send us free food. <laughs> with Dijon mustard. Yeah, and they're okay, but... Your creamy chive salmon. Hey, on the salmon, it's fantastic. That's a mustard sauce. I know, but on that salmon, it's very good. I don't, I don't want mustard on my chicken. Well, I made that creamy chive chicken and you liked it. it Same okay. sauce. It was okay. The salmon was ten times better. I agree. However, it's not the mustard sauce. It's the walnuts. I don't know. I, I was equal with the mustard and the walnuts. Well. I, of course, I'm not a big fan of walnuts anyway. I feel like it either. tastes like old wood. It ruins it. Yeah. Walnuts are just disgusting. 
And she's like, I made it up. Back to the drawing board, Pammy. That's not a good... Not a good not recipe, a good but Jessica's, like, just reading the menu, minding her own business, and she's like, mmm, it yeah. sounds delicious. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm wondering, was she saying that just because she wasn't paying attention and she thought that was the appropriate response, or did she legitimately think, ooh, that sounds really good? I think she thought it sounded good, because the uh. way that they... I don't know, it's like they, the writers and the prop people thought that that recipe would be good. No, clearly they don't cook. <laughs> like, they could have just been like, ooh, pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would have went up and came up with something a little fancier, like, I don't know. Creamy chopped salmon? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. If anyone from HelloFresh is listening, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored, I wish. Uh, yeah, that, was, that was a gross recipe. So she runs out of the dining room. Mm-hmm. Pamela does. And then Jessica asks Slight, the maitre... upset. Well, she, like, knocked over glasses and silverware. <laughs> Just and a little upset. Jessica asks the maitre d', and she's like, whose idea for the special was it? And he said, nobody's. This is not on our menu. He was, like, very indignant about it. Like, kind of... Well, it was his 15 minutes. He had to get his Actors Guild money. Oof, man. I mean, he was like, no, this is not on our menu. And he rips the card up. I'm like, Jesus, dude, a little professionalism. Yeah. I mean... That's just not the way to act in front of a guest. But she runs out. She's just sitting on the bench. And then she hears, Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> and she follows the voice. Like, damn, no, bitch. No. Sit down. She's had a very traumatic experience. And maybe is losing her mind a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I always found it odd that she follows the voice. Well... But I probably would, too. I don't know. Maybe in her grief-stricken mind, she thought... Maybe she was starting to think... I actually have a note here that um, said, was Johnny's death faked? Oh, really? You thought it wasn't real? Well, no. I was... I didn't doubt it, but then, like, the handwriting was the same. Um, the pet name, the recipe that she created started showing up, thinking, did this guy fake his death to screw with his wife or something? Mm-hmm. So that did run through the back of my mind, and then... Clearly, you know, obviously that wasn't the case. The dude really was dead. Um, but yeah, that's so maybe she was thinking along the same things. Like maybe it was staged. Maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe he's still alive. That's why she went to investigate. Yeah. Um, well, she gets pushed down the stairs. There's a lot of that happening in this show. Just two. That's a lot. How many times have you been pushed down the stairs? None. Yeah, okay, so they've got two up on you, and we're only 12 episodes in. You're 25 years old. Which, they tried to tell us that Pamela and Johnny, Johnny was 26 when he died. Yeah, I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> Which means Pamela is probably about his age. I, I would They been. don't look that, like, big of it. That doesn't look like a big age difference, like David yeah. and what's-her-name was in that other episode. Creepy David. Creepy David. Yeah. Well, that's because his girlfriend... I don't think that's the right word. She was like 112, and he was like a college student. It's like 13, and she was ancient. Not that we can talk. They had like a 40-year age difference. I mean, come on. True. That woman was in and her you don't look 60s. like you're turning 40. No, I do. Thank you. You don't look like you're turning 26 either. No, I look 12. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. 
<laughs> I look very young. Yes, you do. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what were you? The point we were making was they're not actually in their twenties. Yeah, I just mean that they they look older. Yeah, I would have agreed. I would have said they were in. They don't look my age, mm -hmm. and I know I look young, but they don't look like my peers either. Yeah, no, I would have. If you had made me guess, I would have said maybe early to mid thirties. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that was a little bit weird because she said twenty six years ago. Yeah. Um. So. Jessica goes to see the captain. Mm -hmm. She's like, someone's trying to kill my niece. Who she she's has being the hots terrorized. For, well, she's got the hots for him. She's got the hots for uh, Ramon. Ramon. She's got the hots for the guy who was following them around. Yep. And she's like, just enjoy him. Yeah. Knowing that her husband was in the military, I am upset. Oh, it makes a little more sense now. She loves a man in uniform. Gotcha. Okay. Um,. So she was pushed on the stairs, and Mr. Must be a school teacher. Yes, is there? <laughs> As she insultingly said right in front of her school teacher aunt. He what did you think of Russell? I thought he was very sweet. He was. He was a nice guy, but at first, I'm not gonna lie. You were a little sus. Yeah, I mean, I have a note that says Russell seems shady. Shady Russell. Shady Russell. Yeah, I didn't. At first, I did not trust him. Hmm. I don't know what it was about him. Um, Turned out to be a good guy, though. Well, Jessica's in with the captain. She's like, someone's trying to kill my niece. She gets a phone call from Marshall. That's when we find out Pamela's house was broken into. Mm -hmm. And he said, nothing was taken. And Jessica says, not even a recipe card? Check the recipe book. And he's like, what? And she goes, never mind. Yeah, that's not important. It's an awful recipe anyway. <laughs> yeah, she's like, never mind. I'm not interested. <laughs> Why? Also, well, I mean, why would you need to steal the recipe card when the recipe wasn't even on the? Yeah, that's true. You would just need to know. Yeah, just look at the card and go. What oh, he liked she made to eat. mustard chicken stuffed with walnuts and mushroom. Yeah. But how? Well, he he had to have really been spying on and all that. That was Johnny's favorite meal. Or she wrote on the recipe card, like, Johnny's oh, favorite maybe. or whatever. That could be. Yeah. Johnny's fave. <laughs> Totes loves. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, so they put a bodyguard on Pamela. A very handsome bodyguard. Just uniform. enjoy. And Jessica starts snooping. As she's known to do. As she is known to do. We love her for it. Um, she talks to the purser, mm -hmm. who we think could be the mother. Yeah. Turns out she's not. She just booked that cruise as a job just to get away from her toxic ex-boyfriend or whatever, who's married. Yeah. Um, so she's off the list of suspects. Then we see Pamela and Russell talking on the boat. Mm-hmm. I wrote K-I-S-S-I-N-G, sitting in a tree. Yeah. Makes sense. This part of the episode kind of jumped around for me a little bit, so it was not confusing. It was easy to follow, but it was just like, talk to this person, talk to this person, yeah, talk to this person. Then she goes and talks to the secretaries, and she that's when she looks around and she's like, this cruise. This cruise sucks. It's the pits. <laughs> the pits. 
I love that she's using her 1950s slang. <laughs> and I know she. So oh, she's shocks. Kind of asking the secretaries why they booked the cruise last minute, but without saying why'd you book this yeah. cruise last she didn't minute. Didn't want them to be like, oh hey, by the way, she was killers? very good at being coy. Yeah. Oh yeah, she totally was like Miss Nondescript Nosy Woman who just wants to get some gal talk on the cruise. It was totally believable. And um, they just pretty much said, we have three weeks of vacation time. Use it or lose it. And damn it, we're not losing it. Well, same. same I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had tried to talk to Andrea, uh-huh. but no answer at the door. Yeah. So they didn't think she was in the cabin. Then Jessica sees George and she's like, hey, where's your wife? Yeah. Oh, she's in the cabin taking a nap. Well, that can't be. Ramon knocked well, on the door. Ramon's not a liar. Ramon, technically, he was right. She's taking a forever nap. Yes. She was napping very hard, very deep. <laughs> I napped very hard last night. I was O-U-T. Well, at least you woke up this morning. I don't think Pamela did. True. They go in the cabin. They're Andrea, not Pamela. Yeah. They Andrea. go in the cabin. She's... Laying half off the bed. Slumped down the corner of the bed. Pills everywhere. Pills everywhere. Mostly in her stomach. Yeah. Fair amount of them in there. Did you think this episode did a good job about suicide awareness? Or no? Um, no. Because this is the first episode that we actually had a suicide. Is it? Well, it's not technically a suicide because he like drove well, her to do that's it. That's true, yeah. Well, no, Johnny her. had a suicide. His was a legit Oh, that's suicide. true. Yeah. So two-ish. Um, no, I wouldn't say because they at least twice in the episode I heard him somebody say something effective. Oh, they didn't seem suicidal. Right. Jessica says, I talked to that woman. She yeah. was not suicidal. They, that's not always something you can pick up on. Right. I mean, it's just, and I know people like to believe that, but it's. It's not. That's not a thing. You yeah. can't tell if somebody is suicidal. You have no you have no clue what's going on inside their No house. idea. Yeah. So no, I don't I don't feel like it did do anything for like suicide awareness. Okay. Although there was one thing that I did find a little strange. Johnny shot himself, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's right, because we saw the bloody gun. Um, but the Andrea's suicide in quotation marks. She's laying draped over the corner of the bed. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to commit suicide and you're going to do it by taking a bunch of pills, mm-hmm. you're not going to swallow a handful of pills and then just randomly stand there in the middle of the room and wait for them to work and then just flop wherever when you pass out or whatever. You're going to sit in a chair. You're going to lay on a bed. You're going to you're going to put yourself in a position where you're going to be comfortable while you go. Yeah, on your way out. So you're not, yeah, you're not going to come in and you're going to find somebody who committed suicide where they've fallen over the corner of the bed and spilled their pills everywhere. Yeah, that's, I agree. It seems very unnatural. I agree. Which Jess probably picked up and that's why she knew. She had um, the crumpled up picture in her hand mm-hmm. that was taken with a telephoto lens. Mm-hmm. Second time we've seen that in the show. Well, I'm sure it won't be the last. And they find... A ton more in her suitcase of Pamela, Johnny, Pamela and Johnny. Clearly they were being stalked. Mm-hmm. And Jessica says, um, 
that it must have been the PI that took them. Yeah. And George says, well, she was an expert photographer. Yeah, right then and there. I'm Did thinking, you pick that up? Yeah. She's, and I have a note. Um, it says, expert photographer who can't work a camera. Because she actually asked Marshall, how do I take the picture? Yeah. Seriously, there's freaking one button on this thing. It's large and red. Push it. Um, but he makes up, George makes up this whole story of her being sad and overworked and what's it all for and how, like, he makes up this whole story. Did they, did he leave a suicide note for her? Well, no, he couldn't have because it would have been the wrong handwriting. No, I don't think he did. I think they took the picture to be as, like, her note. Yeah. Lame. So I wrote, Andrea was murdered, exclamation point. And that, I'm counting that as Jess found the body. Okay. Because, I mean, technically she walked in the room the same time as George, so they discovered her together, but we're not counting how many bodies George has found. So that puts our Jess found the body count up from three to four. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Jessica goes to the captain and she's like, George did it. He said, do not accuse him. It's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. That was the only mind your own business count I had. It was the only one I picked up on. Um, And so she decides, let me just trick him. So she goes and gets, quote unquote, wasted. Yes, that was. I love it. And she's like, George, not on your life, Buster. She was like, such an over the top. But he bought it. Yeah, he must have been the first time he's ever seen a drunk person in his life. Because <laughs> she was so over the top. You know, I ni- loved it, though. 1940s, one of the first talky picture drunk people. <laughs> oh, I loved it. She's so oh, it was, funny. It was fantastic She's to watch. She's so, I mean, like, cute about it. She's yeah. like, she wanted to know if it's from a firecracker. That's my impression. <laughs> very, it's very good. Thank you. I mean, your fedora wasn't quite as skew enough, but, you know. Well, yeah, no, I love drunk. Did you like her fedora and her black trench coat? Oh, my God. I'm like, well, first of all, why would you pack that? <laughs> with, a, with a giant blue Just scarf. in case. Just in case there's murder most foul. Right. <laughs> murder, plain and simple. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, drunk Jess is hilarious. So she's like, ah, oh, see you later. I'm going to go. Bye. And he goes to, starts to go after her, turns around, goes into his closet, grabs his jacket. Yeah, what jacket. the hell, dude? Like, I understand it's chilly. But still. But if I was chasing after someone that was going to accuse me of the murder that I did commit, yeah. I'm not going to stop for my jacket. Or to put the drink down, I would have just dropped it. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather clean up some spilled alcohol and be slightly chilly than end up in jail for the rest of my life. Right. So he's following... This is why George and I are very different people. (laughs) For many reasons, I hope. (laughs) Yes. I would never murder my wife. That's my wife. That's my wife. I didn't kill my wife. (laughs) This guy sounds interesting. (laughs) Um, John Mulaney's going to sue us eventually. (laughs) Probably. Uh, He's creeping behind Jessica... Mm-hmm. On the ship. Which. He's very slow. She. Yeah. He is very slow because <laughs> she outpaced him by quite a bit. And she wasn't 
moving. Like, no. she's still pretending to be drunk. She's say, yeah. not moving that she fast. She was really playing it up, staggering and yeah. weaving. Yeah. How he didn't catch up to her. I don't know. He had a hell of a time getting that jacket on, apparently. Um, so, he's following. Mm-hmm. He sees her standing at the bottom of the stairs. Just holding on for dear life. Did you think that was her? No, not for a second. So he thinks it's her. Because he's a moron. <laughs> I don't know what, if he needs his eyes checked or what, but let's pretend. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. For that moment, we can say it's her. Okay. She flips him over her back. <laughs> then he looks up and sees her way over there, and he's like, but who are you <laughs> telling me? <laughs> Sir. You're looking very serious right You now. genuinely thought a 59-year-old woman flipped you over her back and knocked the wind out of you. She's in good shape, don't get me wrong. She does jog a lot in bike riding. However, it ends up being Russell, who has a black belt. Well, no, he said he's not quite a black belt, but he's getting there. His, he said his teacher Let's says just he's say the worst he's a black belt. Okay. <laughs> For the sake of argument. Sure, why not? <laughs> he thought it was Jessica? Or the fact that she grew nine inches from the time he left her room well, to the foot of that staircase. Russell alcohol was, does that to you. Russell <laughs> <laughs> makes you very tall. <laughs> Russell was noticeably taller than Jess. And he had on an awful wig. Which, where did he find that, by the way? The wig? Yeah, was there a costume shop on board? What the hell? <laughs> You'd be surprised did what you find on a he, cruise ship. Did he pack a wig? Um, you want to hear an interesting wig story? Sure. So, uh, my brother lives in North Carolina. And my mother and I used to frequently travel down there, as you know. And there was one time we were... Um, Stopped and I don't know, like West Virginia or someplace like that. We stopped for the night, got a hotel. We come out of the hotel in the morning, and it was at the foot of a mount, one of the mountains. A boulder had rolled down the mountain. I don't know if it was the night before or when it was, but we didn't notice it when we pulled into the hotel. But there's a giant freaking boulder, like somebody had parked it in the That's middle a of nice a boulder. <laughs> parked right in the middle of a parking space. Like Did you make that it. reference? I did not. I don't understand that reference. That's disappointing. You don't know that reference? I don't know that reference. Look at that boulder. That's a nice boulder. The Shrek? Yes. Okay. Very good. It's been a while. while. But anyway, right next to this giant boulder that is perfectly parked in a parking spot is a very bright, bright, like Ronald McDonald colored wig that somebody apparently... They're checking out the boulder. They were playing on the boulder. Lost their wig. Their wig was snatched. Yes. And just left it laying there in the parking lot. I thought it was humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that story is much funnier in my head. Well, yeah. I think it's one of those things you had to be I'm, there. I'm getting a blank stare from across the table. She's like, yeah, that's... Funny. Yeah, <laughs> So, George done fucked up. Yeah. He got, he got caught. <laughs> Most of them do. Um, so, we're wrapping up the episode. Yeah. Jessica's talking to the captain. He says he owes her an apology. Big of him. 
They go on a date. Yes. They got a date planned for that evening. She's going to go see his Uchiku. Chi. Uchikuchi. <laughs> no, she's not. She asked him. She wants to, though. And he said no. At first he was he confused, and then he got it. And I was yeah, like, if like, he didn't understand, that would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, he's like, oh, Ramon. I think Ramon's probably made him the same offer, offer too. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. So, body count, 17 to 2. We're counting two bodies in this one? One. Okay. I'm not counting Johnny because he wasn't right. actually killed. Okay. Mind your own business count remains at one. Just the one. Now, the sexism count gets a little bit tricky because the two secretaries are very... Handsy? Not handsy, but they're very vocal about their thirst. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So's Ramon. Yes. So I feel like it evens out. Well, no. I don't think it works that way. I think <laughs> okay, you just so have to count like both of them like we did. There was another episode where I pointed out. All right, you know, so we'll count Female both. on male. So Ramon mm-hmm. had at least. <laughs> well, five lines, so that's five counts. Five. <laughs> then the two women had. Oh, Lord. I don't even know. Carla was the worst of the two. Yes. And she was mostly bad about the cowboy. So I'll say yeah. three. I'd agree with that. So that's eight. I mean, yeah. Any other think. ones? Um, well, would you count Jess telling uh, Pamela just enjoy the bodyguard? No. No? She objectified him. True. We'll make it nine. <laughs> Jessica... You disappointed me, girl. <laughs> we expected so much more from you. You should have known better. Nibbling count again at four. four. Jess has found four bodies. Four bodies. Okay. Any other? Um, I found a few little things of fashion. Actually, just two. Um, Pamela. Or no, I'm sorry. Not Pamela. Andrea. I don't know why I keep getting those two mixed up. Um, Andrea, when she takes the photograph at the dock, mm-hmm. she had on a very Miami Vice-esque blazer with shoulder pads. I noticed that too. It was very 80s. Yeah, I'm like, oh God. It was very uh, Don Johnson in Miami Vice. And then, I don't know if this was an 80s thing or a cultural thing, but wherever they docked at the end and they took George off the boat, the, I don't know if they were cops, if they were port authorities or what they were, but their socks were like, they're wearing shorts and their socks maybe came within two inches of their shorts, which were a good three inches above the knee. They were probably just like crew. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, is that like an 80s thing, the super I high think socks? So. I think so. Uh, okay. I mean, all that needed was the like three colored stripes on top and it would have been every pair of socks I had from age like five to 12. Don't laugh. Put your head down and laugh with me like that. That's the that was the thing. Mm-hmm. What did you rate the episode? I gave it seven of ten drunk JBs. Drunk in quotation marks. Seven out of ten, drunk. Overall, JBs. I thought, I thought it was an enjoyable episode. I really liked it. One of your faves. Um, it was. Eh, I don't know. Was I would. Would you watch it again? If it were on, yes, but I wouldn't be like 
going through the DVDs. I'm like, ooh, let's watch the one where they're on the boat and her niece is there and thinks she's going crazy. Yeah. You know. But no, it was it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Okay. What did you give it? I gave it eight out of ten midnight cookies. Ooh, which we never even got to see we them. Never enjoy. got them. Ugh. So disappointed all of a sudden. So that's it for Love this week's cookie. episode. Um, next time we record, we'll be married. Yes. So technically when this comes out, we'll be married, but we're recording it. We're not married. Yeah, because we've got, not that we don't enjoy creating content for <laughs> our listeners, but we do have some rather important things to be doing this weekend. This weekend's a little busy. Yeah. So. so. No time. <laughs> That's that. I will maybe post a picture on Instagram. So that would be cute. A, a picture or a video? A picture. Because that's how you shoot. Did you shoot a little video? Well, I took some videos of the episode, but I mean of us. Oh. Okay. I thought you were talking about the episode. <laughs> well, I did take some videos during the episode of some of my favorite scenes. Like that taxi cab flying into port at 90 miles an hour. Spoiler alert. We already talked about it. They knew what happened. I was asking. You just confirmed it. You spoiled it. You. No, 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 no. Don't pin this one on me, lady. You it. I'm mad at you. <laughs> Um, so follow us on Instagram at Murder We Drank Pod mm-hmm. and Facebook, but I think that's pretty dead. Yeah. If anyone cares, it's at, it's at Murder We Drank Discussion Group Podcast. Yes. Those are the keywords you have to type in. We would love for that to be a thing, but it's just not taken yeah. off. I think Facebook, I think Facebook hates us. It's fine. Um, tell people about us. They're ashamed of us. So, yeah. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.